note before we start, while I was recording this episode with this guest, Sophia was also in the car with us, so she does get referenced a lot because we're all friends, and I hope that the background noise isn't too unbearable. Enjoy! Welcome back to Keep the Pulp. I'm Sharon, and today my guest is a really good friend of mine. Do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hey, everyone. I'm uh, pretty honored to be on Keep the Pulp today. Really cool. Um, my name is Mr. M. Do you want to talk about like our friendship just for a little bit of context? Yeah. Um, so a little bit of background. The first time, when did we first meet? I'm trying to think. We, what I distinctly remember is when we were both rushing for a particular fraternity and it's not the fraternity we're in now but i remember seeing you there and i was like oh hey i see you in like pharmacy orientation i was like oh gosh and i knew you were a chinese and okay a cantonese speaker so i kind of like seek those people i was like (laughs) oh are the are these people chinese do they speak cantonese or mandarin because like no one speaks no i was cantonese i don't know i just like kind of tell like you know like I don't know, some of our other friends, like, you know, like, they're Mandarin. And, like, the Cantonese people, you could tell, you're like, ah, they speak Cantonese. You gotta mm-hmm. look at them. And you know when, like, people come from San Francisco, too, like, yeah. for the most part. Um, Thanks. Yeah, I, so. <laughs> I hope that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, I don't know, yeah, so. Yeah. You know, I, um, I think my first impression of you, I also don't quite remember where it was, but you always had this backpack on and, like, a water bottle in the water bottle holder. And you had very long hair and a cap. And that was your signature look. And a tank top, a bro tank. Oh, so, that was very, that was very like, <laughs> interesting <laughs> times. I was like trying so hard. It was so bad. I would wear tank tops oh. in the rain. Well, I didn't know you were trying hard. I just thought that you were like confident enough in yourself to rock your look and your style. And then oh, I could you. kind of just recognize you anywhere. And I uh-huh. also saw you in a, at a bunch of events. Like fresh uh-huh. fresh events and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I knew you as the other freshman who didn't drink. Cause there were yeah. very few of those. Yeah. Okay, that was that was true too. So like we would yeah, when I would see you at parties or when there were parties where our fraternities, like you'd always I'd be like with my big water bottle, kinda mm-hmm. like holding my big aquafina bottle that we get from like the school market. Cause yes. like I don't know, I just use my meal points to buy those and it would be awkward like I don't know, holding nothing. So mm-hmm. I just hold the Aquafina bottle and kind of drink it around, you know, yeah. at that time. So yeah, I yeah. respected you a lot for like, I guess, standing your ground to all the social pressures. There were a lot of social pressures, especially when you're kind of trying to impress a certain fraternity at their own social event and everyone else who's also trying to impress them. They're like connecting through alcohol, but mm-hmm. I didn't really have that too really fall back on i drank a little bit but i know you didn't drink at all i yeah it was kind of interesting like uh, a lot of people would ask me you know why i didn't drink um they'd ask me if i was religious was it because of my parents or something and it was like really because like at the time i i just didn't want to mm-hmm. it was just like i kind of like that was my thing it was like oh if i that wasn't who i was i felt like i didn't need to like fit this type of mold that i felt i was being put into or something like that but yeah mm-hmm. But a lot of that changed after, <laughs> after, I don't know, it was like weird because people would ask me, you know, 
if I would drink after I was 21. And, and I, I said, probably not, but I ended up, I ended up doing it and it would take a big change. Honestly, it was yeah. a big turn. It was definitely a big turn. Um, on your 21st birthday. I remember that very distinctly. Um, um you, <laughs> yeah, me and Sophia, so my roommate at the time, I think we like visited you we at were... a friend's apartment at the time. Yeah, yeah. And you were same. there and I think you drank a lot already no honestly well i was drunk but i didn't drink much because like i don't know me being pretty new to everything Mm -hmm. it was like one ice was all it took and i was toasted i was i was toasted i was like (laughs) sloshed after that oh my gosh i was like wheezing i had respiratory depression (laughs) you know i felt like i was on opioids and stuff it was crazy i was like (gasps) guys I can't breathe. Yeah, and it was like, and I was red. I was hot, and I was supposed to study for PK because we had PK. Oh my gosh, you did. Well, for those of you like out there, PK stands for pharmacokinetics, and it's about it's just like well, you know how the drug kind of goes through your body, drug like um, prescription drugs, obviously. Um, <laughs> we're in pharmacy. Yeah, we're we're context. pharmacy students. Um, no, we're not. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> We, we're in pharmacy. What is that? How can we be in pharmacy but not? We're pharmacists. Oh, shoot. That's crazy. That's what you meant. Yeah, we're actually pharmacists right now. It's crazy. So, like, quick background. Like, we went to undergrad and pharmacy school together, and now we're pharmacists, but, like, we're such fresh pharmacists in the field that, like, it almost doesn't feel real, honestly. Yeah, so, but at the time, at the time, I was a pharmacy student. Mm-hmm. And, um, we had to study the next There was either a midterm or a final the next, and I was like, PK is not easy, bro. Like, I don't yeah. know, people, that's like, you think you take math in high school and you're done with it, and then PK comes in like, so I, uh, oh wait, you gotta send it. Out. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, I didn't know there was no remedy. Okay, all right. PK just okay. comes and like burst your hole, you know, like pop. Like, oh no, I'm back. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. PK was a rough time, and if you're gonna, you know, drink before a midterm or a final, that's not the one. Yeah, it's it's probably not the best decision. But no regrets, right? Or do you have regrets about that? No, honestly, I did, I did pretty well on that exam. <laughs> so I like, I flex on that. And they're like, people are like, oh, you're stressing for PK? Oh, I got sloshed before that. And they're like, it's a oh. wild <laughs> Oh, there's my real name. It's <laughs> a wild Mr. M. You're so wild. Oh, jeez. Um. <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed if you didn't. Oh, jeez. Anyways, yeah, but. <laughs> Do I have regrets? That's a that's a good question. Yeah, Honestly, I know that there were quite a few um like <clears throat> healthcare's and just professional things that we had to do <clears throat> the morning after a night of socializing. Like this is just the norm for pharmacy school. You like work really hard but you also party pretty hard. So, yeah, what's your take on all of those experiences? What is my take on all of that? Well, just like going into the regrets thing. I don't know. I feel like a lot of me changed after alcohol and i know that kind of makes me sound like an alcoholic but like (laughs) i'm really not (laughs) but i don't know like part of it was being able to partake in something like with people together like almost part of me felt like i was rejecting people by deciding not to drink for like and it was really just almost i look back on it and it was almost in pride and at the same time it's like i have mixed feelings about like you know oh was what i was doing back then right was what was that you know Mm -hmm. what i really wanted to do but now 
now I look back honestly and I like I really enjoy drinking in moderation, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. or at least with my friends and having a good time, like I was able to in, in pharmacy school. Um, like, I really think back on it. I feel like I really regret not drinking <laughs> at this point. I don't know. It feels, it makes me seem like a wishy-washy person. Um, but oh, I don't feel it that way. Really? Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not at all. I don't know. I always think about that because a lot of people, they would give me like, oh, dang, <laughs> you said you wouldn't drink. And um, I'd be like, oh, but then, you know, it's like, really, it's like, people can change. That's a big thing. In it. Yeah. Just because people change doesn't mean it's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, people's viewpoints and people's, like, opinions about how they should act, how they should live change throughout life. And I don't regret drinking. That's the biggest thing. Um, to kind of go into what you said about like when we'd have like events the next day like oh we had a health fair or i would have work a lot so i worked all the way like that was like an hour drive to my work every weekend but considering how i like drinking in pharmacy school (laughs) on friday nights i would get sloshed like i did before pk yeah and you know i'd be going to sleep at like maybe 4 a.m to wake up you know maybe 6 30 a.m to go to work the next day I've been there for one of those health fairs. It was like the Sacramento one or something. We were at your house. Oh, that was my birthday. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) the night of my 21st birthday, we went out in Davis and we had a health fair the very next morning in Sacramento. And it amazed me how you're still able to set your alarms the night before and know that you had to wake up so impressive because i forget to set my alarms even now sometimes and when you get sloshed or just in general no i don't <laughs> so just in general because i don't even drink yeah yeah no yeah and i like i kind of respected you for like obviously like we're not drinking as well i mean like, like i would always see you you stuck with it for the most part and i was like it's not that like I mean like we were doing the same like I was like oh she's she's one of me like we're the same person oh, yeah, you never know really, <laughs> yeah I never really said that yeah okay chill bro yeah but it was just like you know I respected you for like sticking and you knew when to like be like okay I don't want to drink anymore versus me like, once I started drinking I I feel like I it hit too hard right when I turned twenty one and I reached this point where I was like I just was out of control couldn't say no yeah i couldn't say no it's like i didn't know how to hold my alcohol mm-hmm. at a period of time it just came so fast and like i obviously reached like a middle ground like a middle point where i was able to kind of like balance things out mm-hmm. but um how long did that take you to finally figure it out probably like a year and a half wow. honestly like probably a year and a half and it was like a lot of like excessive like when i first started excessive mm-hmm. drinking but at the same time I was still doing an okay in school, and I would use that as an excuse for my behavior. I'd be like, oh, I'm doing fine, and I can get, fine. you know, I can get sloshed on the weekend, and I can still go to work and, like, perform well. And I was like, I made that as a poor excuse to really just let go and not control myself mm-hmm. during times. But I feel like I learned a lot from those situations, too. It's like, kind of get thrown into it. Yeah, but... and I think the character thing that you mentioned about, you can have a certain thought from the past and not agree with that anymore but it doesn't mean that you're a hypocrite i think yeah, people, people exactly. get that word or they use that word really lightly in that oh just because you have a change of heart and maybe you grew or maybe you experienced things that make you think another way now that mm-hmm. that makes you a hypocrite but i definitely have like the opposite view i think the point of us 
learning from experiences is so that we can make new judgments about things and mm-hmm. grow as people. So there's no point in calling me a hypocrite just because now I don't believe something that I believed two, three years ago when I was a completely different person. And like with the whole drinking thing, well, I don't drink now because I can't really get any enjoyment out of it. I don't mm-hmm. get more social usually and I don't feel that that good rush or that lack of inhibition that a lot of people end up getting. You know, people get let loose and they socialize more easily. They have a good time. They feel like they're connecting with everyone else who's drinking. But I've never truly had those good experiences. And if I did, they were just really mild. And then afterwards, a whole rush of terrible physiological responses would ensue. And I would get, uh, I would get tachycardia. I would, <laughs> like, my heart rate would be really fast. I'd get horrible headaches, like pounding headaches. Um, sometimes, no, I would always get red. And then most no, of the yeah, time I, I would throw up. <laughs> most of the time I would just end up throwing up and then someone would have to take care of me. Usually it was Sophia. Sometimes it was other people. Michelle's been there quite a few times too. And Victoria. And so it was never worth it for me to try to drink just to fit in mm. and then have those responses like immediately after. Like there was no short-lived period of bliss. It was mostly just not a good time. So it was never really worth it. So that's why I stand my ground because I already know everything that could happen from me drinking and I'm trying to prevent that because almost every time after I throw up, I'm like, never again. And then someone maybe a year later will convince me to take a shot with them. And then I do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And then I do sometimes, um, usually on special occasions. And then I think that night after throwing up, never again. So it's just a cycle. Yeah. I have like no tolerance, basically. No, talking about the the, the kind of like effects it has on your body is like crazy. You know, like when I first started and I get like really drunk and before it was weird that I didn't need a lot of sleep. I would wake up in like three hours. Did you ever get that? Like you wake up and you're like, you feel fine. You're just like, oh my gosh. I have felt that. yeah. Yeah. But then like as it gets like I get really red too. So I pop like. I have to take like forty milligrams of Pepsid or like promotidine oh, before 20. I drink. Okay, yeah, I go, I go to forty, and it actually helps. Like, increases my tolerance a little bit, and it like prevents me from getting red. It's pretty interesting, but like, not medically speaking, don't take our medical advice. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I honestly don't advise people to like mix drugs and alcohol. It was like, this is not. I mean, like, this is like a promotidine is obviously something for like G E R D, which stands for uh, <laughs> gastroesophageal reflux disease or like aka heartburn but yeah aside from it's like i felt like i was really abusing my body but like just like you know taking drugs just so i can drink more at a time and like i don't know if i've told you guys this before but two times in my life i've thrown up blood and one the first time was probably after p2 finals the last day i got so wasted and like the last semester of p2 finals? yeah the day like the we day all, we all had cried. that picture yeah and then we took a picture by the fence yeah. something and everything yeah that was i blacked out that night and then apparently i was the last one there and like and i didn't want to stay where the party was so i and apparently with like half my clothes on and without my shoes i rode my bike at like 2 or 3 a.m <laughs> over to this apartment complex where everyone lived and I 
knocked on my friend's door and they were already like pretty toasted from the party, but they let me in. I went to sleep on the on the carpet and I threw up blood. It was crazy. And I thought I was dying. I literally thought I was dying. It was crazy. That's and so it was scary. like, yeah, it was so scary. And I remember looking at my friend and I was like, that's blood, right? And he was like, I don't know. And then I went, I, I, I threw up a little more. And then um, he was like, yeah, that's blood, but you'll be fine. And then I was like, all right, I'll be fine. So I just went back to sleep and everything was good. And I, I don't know. I never got checked up since that day. And the second time, believe it or not, I think after I went to Korean food with you that one time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. In San Francisco. Yeah. So yeah. that night. So that when- night I was I was pretty gone too. There was so much like oh man. Because we were a lot of, with a lot of Koreans, it was great. We got a lot of like free soju. Um <laughs> But that night was crazy and it was like that was kinda in the middle of when we were in rotations. So you know, my tolerance was low, everything. Yeah. But yeah, we you, you drove my car and I like I appreciate you guys so that was like I don't know, you guys. No, of course. Like, of course. You're so considerate. Always, always there. You know, and it was just like, man, you were there when I needed it. And it was like, holy moly, I don't know what I would have done without you at that time. It was just like, holy moly. How would I even gone to work? I yeah, didn't tell I, you that I threw up blood yeah, until now. I had no idea. I didn't want to freak out. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell the story. And I was like, I, I did it. And yeah, I just went to sleep. <laughs> and here I am now. I don't know if I have. Peptic ulcer disease, now P U D. So not G E R D, but P U D. Now more but, serious than G E R D. You know, I I literally like those kind of two moments in my life. I'm like I really need to just calm down and like drinking is not about toasting yourself. It's more about like for me at least. So like I want to drink to the amount I can enjoy and like still enjoy the company of the people around me. And I don't forget everything that happened. Yeah. So. I think that's the thing with. Like, because all of my friends drink, I'm, I have like no judgment against people who drink and have a good time. It makes so much sense to me, um, why they would do that. It's a great social uh, catalyst. Yeah. But then, um, whenever I do see people black out to the point where they no longer remember the event that happened, mm-hmm. like no matter how good of a time it was, if you no longer remember it, then to me, I don't know if it's fully worth it because you no longer have that in your memory bank to, actually like look back on that experience and enjoy it yeah i I know i don't i don't like i don't like blacking out either it's like i, I want to be able to remember what i did. I feel like it's risky too because you don't want to do something you would regret or do something dangerous or hurt someone you know obviously um but yeah i i'm like with you on the fact that and i feel like this is similar between us and that we kind of like have points of our life where we didn't drink and like know how to hold back and like respect the fact that if people don't want to drink they don't have to mm-hmm. or if people want to drink it's fine like too it's like there's no judgment towards it versus like for me yeah. there's definitely a lot of pressure towards me when i wasn't drinking and even worse was when i first started because people were calling me hypocrite at the time and i was just like who are you trying to be now and as people who i looked up to really like people who i thought looked out for me as my seniors and stuff like that but it was just like you know, let bygones be bygones, you know, but it's just like, for me, I don't, you know, I don't mind what people choose, you know, as long you as they take responsibility for the actions that they, they do, you know, so. Yeah, I think that's a, a really good point that you brought up, in that there's no judgment coming from someone who doesn't drink, 
to people who do drink or people who don't drink. I hope that people don't feel that I'm judging them because I'm not consuming the alcohol, but I'm quote unquote soberly watching you get wasted. Like I think a lot of people do feel yeah. self conscious mm -hmm. when there's someone sober in the room just yeah. watching, but that's not really what's happening. I think for me, it's always more that I know what's best for my body and if I can still have fun and probably more fun sober than if I were to consume alcohol, then why wouldn't I choose that? It's just like you would have more fun with alcohol than without, than just flip it around. Yeah. It's like everyone can make their own decisions. You don't have to feel like my decision is impeding on yours and there is no judgment there. Mm -hmm. And if you do feel that type of way, maybe it's coming from yourself. Like it's really not, you should probably think about maybe you're insecure about people who don't drink. Yeah. But I have no insecurity about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's that's a good part of it too. Considering that you you know you, I that you prefer not to drink in most situations, are there times where like you're like, oh, this is a good drink. Like, do you have a drink where you're like, oh man, this was good. Like, I prefer if I were to drink something, I drink this. Or like maybe yeah. you don't have a favorite drink, or maybe you do, but like. Let's go with what's your shot of choice. Oh, <laughs> right? shots are and a, then, and are then... a bad territory. <laughs> no, honestly, yeah. I've never had really good experiences with shots. Yeah, they usually end up coming back out. So <laughs> I don't have a shot of choice. Okay, okay. Let's go with mixed drink of choice or maybe even like yeah, just drink of choice. Maybe it's like... A mojito is pretty good. Oh, that's, that's like minty, right? Mm -hmm. mm, okay. A mojito is really good, and some IPAs are pretty palatable. Wow, you you're into like the IPAs, like well, yeah. So beer I actually like stuff. bitter wow. stuff. I drink oh. my coffee black, so okay. IPA isn't. It's more the alcohol that ends up making me feel bad. It's not like the, yeah, if it's not the taste. The IPA taste is totally fine for me. Okay. But there are beers that I think taste like piss water and. I just would not drink that, even if I could tolerate alcohol. Oh, man. And yeah. then the whole shots thing. I've never really had good experiences with shots, so... Shots. I'm like a half-shot wonder. So what... Okay. What's your least favorite shot? And then you're like, you take a shot and you know you're spitting it back out. Incope was really bad. But that's but partially because that. everyone's spitting it out. You swallow. Oh, okay. you swallowed it. Okay. I swallowed it. Okay, Ingrid was bad because it burned like crazy. But taste-wise, I thought um, Jack Daniels was really bad. Oh, okay. Um, so... I don't really have a lot of experiences, I guess, so I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> from, oh, it's okay. From my experience, my lack of experience. No, no, no. It's, it's chill. What yeah. about you? Your drink of choice? Um, shot of choice. I like flavored stuff. Like, I don't like non-flavored stuff so it's like oh if it's got like apple flavor or like actually so it used to be like flavored vodka in general because I, I just thought that was really palatable you know i actually don't like stuff like my least favorites are yaver and tequila mm. yeah yeah for me i don't know some people love those yeah especially sophia provided her interest in the in the tequila realm. in the tequila realm. <laughs> Yeah. The Hispanic realm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go there. <laughs> but, but um favorite shot for sure right now is like apple crown. Mm. Um, and, yeah. Um or like rum chata. I think it tastes really good. 
I guess it's basically, have you had rum, cha- rum chata? Nope. It basically tastes like horchata. I don't really like cinnamon that much. Oh, uh, okay. Favorite drink is probably like, uh, I think it's called, it's called like a Vegas bomb. It's really simple. It's just like Red Bull and Crown or something mm-hmm. like that. Beer wise, I love Budweiser because I feel like it's just super easy to drink and like when I when it comes to IPAs I just can't help them at all. Really? I think total opposite. Yeah. So those are my kind of like drinks of choice, but like I said, trying trying not to drink too much anymore. Like because of COVID right now, I really just want a good time to like just drink with all my friends again, you know. Right. Just kinda like find the time to just go do something like I don't know, like a cabin trip or like Mm -hmm. a dog trip or cannot just find a weekend or something. Um, that would be pretty cool, but, you know, I think if anything is on my bucket list or something like that, I miss everybody, you know. Yeah, it's more about the company. Yeah, like, you know, I realize drinking by yourself isn't very fun. <laughs> Not that I do that, but I just picture it. <laughs> I swear. But, yeah. Do you think that you have equally as good of a time when you drink and don't drink? Or is there actually a difference for you? You know, now, like, to be honest, if I'm at a party, I probably have to drink. When, uh, it's just weird, you know. Um, when I was at parties, when I didn't drink, I honestly didn't have a lot of fun. I was, like, kind of a... I can't believe I studied at parties. Like, that like I that, that was ridiculous. <laughs> Honestly. And you like, actually got stuff done. I was so Yeah, surprised. I would study so productively at parties and I'm like, oh my god. And I wonder, I'm like, did I, I was, yeah, I was probably. I mean, if I looked at myself now, I'd be like, he's a square, bro. Like, and I still hey, am to, a square now. To each but their own. I don't know. I was just like, <laughs> what am I doing? I'm not living the college experience at the same time. I don't I regret and don't regret doing what I did and part of it was like day when I when I came to exams in undergrad I wouldn't be stressed walking into them when I in farm school I'd be stressed because I know I was either like drinking the weekend or even maybe even the night before the exam and I'm just like trying to just struggle to get by so it's like you give and take you know kind of give and take find that balance but I prefer I prefer work hard kind of like have fun you know would you ever consider not drinking for a period of time like going dry ah uh, you know I, I i would consider now almost going dry i hardly drink anymore like i don't drink on the weekends i hardly hardly ever do i have beer in my fridge but it's only for like when we have like a random zoom call which we haven't had in a while i would buy beer for those zoom calls you know um would i go dry I actually, I had a New Year's resolution. It was like, no more shot. And why I came up with that resolution is because, like, I got way too drunk at one of the raves I went to. I was a mess. It was really bad. I blacked out. I feel like this this whole talk is what I'm talking about, me blacking out. <laughs> but, like, I blacked out, and I did a lot of things I regretted. I feel like there were some relationships with people that I put into jeopardy because of my behavior and the choices I made. And at a t- I think that was the pivotal point. Really, for me, it was like, I can't... And I told myself, like, no more shots. Like, I went... Actually, that was my New Year's resolution this year was no more shots. Can you believe how bad New Year's resolutions are? Like, you make them and like, they just, like... They just... Yeah, they just don't happen. <laughs> Anyways. I know. Yeah, so I made that. I ended up really kind of adjusting it, and I was like, drink in moderation. 
you know. Yeah. Maybe it took me longer to actually control myself, considering that was just this past New Year's, but... Ugh. Better late than ever. But, yeah, better late than ever. Long story short, like, things are better now, too, with, like, all everything got fixed, all the relationships that I had, you know, they're all still good, so... And I like that you actually took the time to reflect on things that happened, like, consequences of your actions, and... No, oh, yeah. At least you took that step to try to do something about it. I think that counts. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else to <laughs> <laughs> I miss drinking. I'm not going to lie. But at the same time, it's I've got a lot of things like I need to focus on too. So where I'm at in my life now is like I have a lot on the line. So you know, there's not a lot of room for messing up. So. And there's always the future for those experiences. I always think about like what kind of alumni will be. You know, I don't know. Will we be going to like wine tours and stuff? <laughs> If the right people went, I would go. Yeah. Last time it went on a wine tour, it was with really good company. It was like right after my twenty first birthday. Oh yeah. I why why can't I just enjoy the wine and not, <laughs> and not get sloshed? That was, that was so bad. I don't know. Like it was. There were such small sips. And then it, they're like, and the name of the drink is like, oh, strawberry petite syrah, and I'm like, ah, this. This this drink this this drink is not like who would get who would who would get sloshed over this drink and I tell you I'm like oh this this, this petite sorrel is bubbly I like it and we then, went to like four places though did so, I, yeah and it only took me like two places to be like oh my god I'm feeling I'm feeling a little tipsy guys I'm saying some weird I don't know if you remember but like. Wine drunk is different, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Wine drunk is. I, I love it. slapping the wine bag. It gets me going. Like, <laughs> go slap the wine bag. And I'm like, oh yeah. Someone, an upperclassman, told me he was like, you know, you're supposed to slap the wine bag, right? And I'm like, why? Why don't I? Why have to? Why have to slap the wine bag? He's like, it's a chemical thing. When you slap the wine bag, it makes the molecules like go faster and like collide so it gets you more drunk and i believe that for like that like three hours three, three hours until like i kept slapping it and i wasn't getting any more drunk than i would have been without slapping it and i was just like all right but it's okay, just, you live and you learn <laughs> you, you live and you learn i still love slapping the wine bag like ah you know just like that but you know yeah oh, yeah wine drunk is different but i don't know where i was going with that I, it's not good <laughs> One thing I'd like to mention is I actually like to keep my food and alcohol separate. I hate drinking a beer with like my food. Like I don't want. I'm not like, oh yeah, boys, let's crack open a cold one with these cheeseburgers, or like, oh let's let's get some wine, you know, some wine with the steak. And I'm like, no, nah, nah, nah. My alcohol stays really separate from my food, and I guess it's like kind of just like me and my food are really important to me to have like a special place in my heart that I'm not willing to let alcohol in. Hey, that's perfectly so, fine. Yeah. Food is also more important to me yeah. than most things. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good talk. Yeah. I'm glad you yeah. shared all those experiences. I've definitely not heard of some of those things before, so this was No, yeah. I'm good. glad I can share and be a part of your, your talk show. So. <laughs> That sounds super official. When it's not, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your podcast, your podcast. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm grateful for your time. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, maybe in the future you can come join me on another episode if you want. Yeah, for sure. It's been a pleasure. Um, yeah. All right. I hope you guys liked this episode. Um, Mr. M is such a character. <laughs> as I'm sure you've noticed by now. He's definitely one of the uh, most out there friends I have. I really respect him for never being, never shying away from his quirkiness. I really, really like that about him. He makes people feel really comfortable around him. Definitely one of the most comfortable friends that I made in college. Oh, thanks. Likewise. Really? Yeah. Um, but not like, not not saying like, oh, you're super out there, like crazy oh, as oh. me, but like, <laughs> one of the friends I'm definitely more uncomfortable around and like, I can open up to, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, peace All right, out, guys. Bye. Welcome to Keep the Pulp. I'm doing <laughs> What? <laughs> you look so surprised. No, I, I just—I I got excited. <laughs> My name is Mr. M. <laughs> no, Mr. B. What? <laughs> Which one is it? What's Mr. B? Mr. Mr. B M. Mr. B. That sounds like Mr. Balu. <laughs> Yeah, it's when it? we yeah. Mm-hmm. You like you you like kind of died, right? No, I died I and I couldn't. You back. Yeah, and then you scraped my rims sorry, on the sidewalk. It's funny. No, I literally I'm don't so care. Sorry. I think it was more funny than like I wasn't even upset. I think it was funny because <laughs> you were the sober one, and then like I'm like ah. Oh. No, so I tend to do that with my car. <laughs> okay. That's why. Okay, anyway, it's like the way I park. Yeah, the, I just drive in instead so of back in. I had just yeah, it was just so funny. So like. I'm not upset about it. All. I, just, I, I think it was more funny. It's like a funny look back. Oh, and dude, that like, was the day that you had work the next day, right? I, I feel like this every time. I work <laughs> yeah, because the then, dude, holy. Hey, catch me again on. Keep the pulp. Keep the pulp. <laughs> Ew, I never say it at the hey, end. Oh snap! You can cut it out here. Cut <laughs> bloopers. Bloopers! We should make a blooper reel. We can. With yours, we definitely can.